as we've been hearing this morning, farmer confidence is at its lowest level since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, according to the latest Rabobank Rural Confidence Survey. Spiralling costs for a host of key farm inputs, including fuel, fertiliser, feed and labour. Some of the reasons alongside concerns over the implementation of government policy. Federated Farmers President Andrew Hoggard joins me now. He would have been here earlier, but he was out drafting. I said to Helen when she said, I'll ring Andrew, I said he'll be... He'll be out working. He'll have done a full day's work by the time you ring him. And I was right. Morning, Andrew. Good morning, Kerry. <laughs> so you finished the drafting. Um, yes. What is going to improve farmer confidence? Because this mirrors your Federated Farmers Survey at the beginning of the year, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, from memory, that was showing yeah record levels of low confidence. Yeah. And I think we'll improve it. Um, there's not a lot we can do about the national... Uh, situation, but I think back at home, you know, the government could um, you know, press pause or, or take a breather on all of the regulation they're throwing our way and um, just sort of go about it in a slightly more methodical, um, logical pace rather than just everything helter-skelter all at once, which is sort of what a lot of people feel like it is at the moment. Well, a number of people have referenced unrest overseas in the agricultural sectors and you'd think we're in a good place to capitalise on that because, you know, like the Netherlands, the reason they're in trouble with the their emissions is their intensive farming. Far too many animals on on a far too small a piece of land. We don't have that. No, we're kind of lucky. We're quite reasonably well spread out. Um, mm. And, you know, our stocking rates compared to places like the Netherlands, uh, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, a bit of a postage stamp of a country, really. Yeah. And... Um, you know, so much lower. Uh, we've, you know, yeah, we've got some challenges, but um, certainly we've got a got ways we can work around that and, you know, do improvements and um, you know, get things in a better space. Uh, so yeah, we should be in a, yeah, one would hope we'd be in yeah. a good place to sort of capitalise. But like I said, um, just a lot of regulation hasn't been properly thought through in a logical manner, and um, often not put that sort of front farmer practicality lens over it. Well, that's, Katie Milne was on earlier um, as a caller and just saying that, you know, farmers need a seat at the table. I, I said, you know, do, are you able to sit down as equals to discuss policy back in her day? And she's like, well, I didn't want to say, you know, too much about individuals, but she said, you've got, you've got to have input. Otherwise, you're going to get policies that are even more expensive to implement because they have to be redrafted and redone. And if, if, the government doesn't respect the views of farmers. It's just going to make for flawed policy. Yeah, and I mean, we're getting a little bit more um, seat at the table than perhaps when the Central Freshwater legislation yeah. came back in 2019. But again, it's the timeframes and the quantity of stuff that is the challenge. Um, so, you know, we're able to provide good feedback, but usually the response from officials is, well, we've got these time frames we've got to meet, um, so we've just got to plough on ahead. And it's like, you know, come on, guys, can we just, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic, there's all this stuff happening in the world, um, we can change plans, we um, can take these things a little bit slower and uh, work through them and let people catch a breath. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What about um, finding enough workers how is that going on the farm? Uh, I think it's still a challenge. Um, certainly, I 
um, put an ad out the other day because I thought, damn it, I need an extra person because yeah. it's a bit crazy at the time at the moment. Um, and uh, so far, I've had half a Sri Lanka reply, <laughs> and um, yeah, you would. a couple of New Zealanders who. Once they found out it was a commute only and there wasn't a house, um, never heard back from them. So, yeah, um, the, I think there's still definitely that shortage out there. And, um, you know, getting more migrants um, in to work on farm would be certainly beneficial um, without a shadow of a doubt. And do you expect any movement from the government on that? Uh, well, we've got the current um, quota we were allowed. Um, I think that might be filled. Um, I, I'm not 100% certain on what this new framework means, but I do understand that there is the ability going forward um, to sort of get to how it was, where if there was a shortage, you filled out some forms and jumped for a couple of hoops, but you were able to get the the people in. Um, yeah. That's my understanding is we're getting back to that point. Um, but again, it's just, yeah, across the economy, there is a huge shortage of people and with the numbers that are planning on going on OEs or moving offshore, um, that could be quite challenging over the next year, if not just for farmers, but for every business. Absolutely. Good to talk, Andrew. Uh, Andrew Hoggard, Federated Farmers President. Just talking, referencing back to the uh, Farmers Confidence Surveys. News Talk ZB, it's 11.23. We'd love to talk to you about the